Before we start, uh, I just want to acknowledge God's work in Dale's life. Welcome back, Dale. I couldn't believe it when I saw him here this morning. I, I, I just was, looked at him like it was every, every other Sunday, and then I went, oh. Yeah, <laughs> it was a shock, and uh, it's so good to see you. Uh, Dale has spent uh, about a month in hospital between here and Halifax, I guess. And um, he had a heart attack, and he's had the, the surgery, not the surgery, but the stints put in, and he's, he's in rare form, folks. He's full of energy now, so watch out. <laughs> It's great to have you back, Dale. So, John, you grew up in southern Nova Scotia, and uh, you grew up in a a Christian home, in a church family. Um, How would you describe that um, church, that church, your your early connection with church? Okay, just a slight correction. I actually grew up in southwest. So Western Nova Scotia is down in Yarmouth County. <laughs> if you're from that way, you know the difference. <laughs> wow. Okay. As you get down to Nuremberg, down in the Bridgewater, that's that's something. Okay. I'm glad you clarified that. Anyway, you asked me a question. I grew up in Mostly a Christian home. I'm not sure about my father, but my mom was, my grandparents, my, my father's mother lived with us, which was quite normal back then. It wasn't always easy because she was always bossy when it came to the kids. I guess you older folks would understand all that. Uh, and my grandmother lived just up the road on my mom's side. So uh, they are Christians, um, very conservative, but definitely Christian. back then as it is now. So so at age, well, I was was made to go to church. I mean, it was as simple as that. My mother said, you're going to church. Church. And I have a a younger brother and two sisters, both younger. I'm very fortunate. All became Christian. So when I was on the other one, I was cousins and everything on a Christian. So that's a real plus. But at age 12, I was invited to go to a revival. We focused song for today. And a bus picked us up, myself, my younger brother, and a friend. And we went to this revival. A Baptist revival is quite unique in a way. They scare the heebie-jeebies out of you. <laughs> I mean, they really do. You were scared. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we all walk to the front row. And it's hardly a way to be introduced to Christianity, but it's stuck, basically. It's stuck. <laughs> but at least my early life, for sure. You know, so, so that's my early connection with church. But the only problem with something like that, you kind of... The follow-up is so important, and though I tended to go to church, but when you get into your cave and your teens, things change. You know, they still do that today, you know, we get different influences, and I didn't go to church so much anymore. 
still moved by this Christian because I made that commitment. But um, probably for nearly the next 20 years, I just kind of wondered, well, what is this Christianity all about, really? Uh, moved to BDI when I was probably about 26. I was in the flying game, flying business. And a real plus me, I, I ended up renting from a very solid Christian couple, an older couple. There was no question. I was like my mother again. I had to go to church. That <laughs> <laughs> was way much. <laughs> At about 30, early 30s, I moved from O'Leary area back to Charlottetown. And we were, in the meantime, Jean and I got married and I'm putting it on them here. It was 1968, June the 1st, I believe. <laughs> so next year is our 50th. Wow. Congrats. That's coming. And uh, we live in a trailer park. <clears throat> now, some of you old ones here <clears throat> would know that trailer park is up in Sherwood. There's a quite a nice housing development there right now. And there were some other Christians there, some from Calvary, what was called Calvary Temple. And uh, anyway, then they, uh, I was still kind of iffy, you know, my, my Christianity. <clears throat> but a young couple moved in, who was a, uh, he just got his, uh, what do you call it, he, he was now a national minister. And, uh, Someone known, and his uh, name is Al James. And, uh, he, he lived the life of a Christian as well as a minister. And he did the visitation, you know, for the clinic department. It's quite large, quite large. Part. So, uh, so that kind of got me back into what Christianity is really all about again. Uh, he even convinced the rest of us to help build what is now the Nazarene Church. It was, it's been added to substantially since then, but we actually did all the nail paneling and the song and everything else that it up. So, so there was a, a few things about um, Al James and his wife, is it Sharon? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, who, who I think most people here know because he was a pastor here, right? Yeah. At one point. Um, there was something about this couple that really challenged, it seems, your understanding of Christianity um, from being a child and then a, a 12 year old, you know, going up to the altar and then living until you were in your early 30s. There was something about the way they lived that was a, a challenge. Could you put some more words to that? Like, what was it that, um, about them that really um, challenged you in your life? They, as I knew it back then, they, they lived the life of what a Christian's supposed to live. Um, means getting involved with people. And they were people, 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 basically. Uh, and they, they, they connected well. It didn't matter whether it was low-income people or high-income people. They, they connected well. And, uh, and they went overboard, not overboard, they really were uh, outward in their outreach, because they would come and we would have, uh, what's these meals, you, you stole meals, you cook? Progressive meals. No. Oh. 
Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, you dip it in the hot sauce. Fondue meal. We were really into fondues back then. <laughs> Don't have one. That's so retro, John. <laughs> Anyhow, they were, they definitely had no reach. And they were honest, sincere, and they just simply were real people. You know, there was nothing fakeish about them. They were just, you know, true Christians, you know, basically. So some of it had to rub off, you know, which it did. So I think um, in our conversation, it seems that that was their their faith was a real challenge to you in, in sort of uh, kind of Christianity. And as you said to me in person, you said that it was a matter of you would wonder, like, what what difference does my faith make? Um, you know, I've grown up in church, I've gone forward, but what difference does it make? And I think meeting the James and and uh, as, a, as a young couple, you guys were confronted with this idea that it can change everything in the, in the way you live your life. And uh, you, you told me about how you got quite involved with different people and different people's lives and really... Uh, really got involved with trying to be a, a help and a support to them through the years. You know, most of my, I've been involved in a lot of people's lives over the years, kind of quietly, but most of my low income, right. I call them more, but they were simply low income, and they have all problems. Um, drug addiction, alcoholism, physical, sexual assault, I mean, there was, the whole rant was there. And, um, and it was an eye-opener for me because I moved, because of my occupations I've been in, I've moved in various circles, you know, from the premier on down, and all, you know, so to speak. And, uh, but uh, Alan Sharon moved quite a while in the low-income circles also. And in fact, uh, he got involved with some of the people they got involved with. And, uh, um, but, yeah, I, I could tell you some eye-opening stories, but it's not the proper place to do that. So, um, one of the great changes in your life was then getting involved with people that you hadn't been involved with in the past so much, and um, just trying to serve them and, uh, and and bless them with with your resources and your time. And that. I guess um, one of the other things that you just seemed to get nationally involved in was church and um, you've been involved in several churches and have uh, been in leadership in, in a number of churches and um, I think that you've had uh, ups and downs in that regard right and you've had challenges as well as uh, joys yeah the Nazarene church went through a real nasty time and it all started well, I was a preacher, and of course, being a Nazarene, they have bosses over them, not like, uh, like us, we operate this church. We're independent. We're independent. Right. So, uh, anyway, the, the issue got to be, there was a daycare at the church, and it was a young congregation, maybe 40 people or so, and they felt, along with, you know, half a dozen others, that there should be no charge for these mistaken. Really, at least there were four people too, you know, so uh, some didn't agree to me being naive.
unfortunately. And uh, it got out of hand and finally they left. Yeah, a lot of people. So you, you were they, there they was sort of a trip. Actually, Alan Sharon actually left the trip. Uh, they, they, just, they, came, they came to Baptist. Yeah. And, uh, it was unfortunate. Real awkward spot. I was in. I, I took the side of those that should. I was young, but anyway, that, that's, that was that they should be paying for the oil and the heat and stuff. You know, I was up in one of them. One of his friends, Al's friends, Bill was at the time. That was awkward after this breakup. That was really awkward. But uh, we we patched things up and became best friends again. Yeah, but you've stuck to it. Like you, you haven't been discouraged to the point where you've questioned, uh, because sometimes you know we can get involved. Um, when you get involved in leadership, you get involved in the nitty gritty, and some of it's not so pleasant. Um, and yet you haven't uh, allowed that to sour or put you off. Uh, first of all, your faith. Secondly, being involved in church. And thirdly, I would say even leadership. It hasn't turned you off still doing that. Not really. I thought some bad things at times. But um, my occupation is really, I've been in real estate for 40 years. And you're dealing with people all the time whether it's tourism, real estate, or whatever it is. Right. And people do things. They make mistakes. I make mistakes. And uh, just put them behind you and move on. Right. Hopefully. That's what you really should do. So, uh, uh, anyhow, after the um, issue with the Nazarene Church, I went to Central Christian. I think Al and Sharon did for a little while, too, before they moved to Cavendish. And he eventually got into the deacons and uh, had a big squabble over the fact that I wasn't baptized at the time. That was a major issue in that church. Now, just to give you an example. Which I think is part of the Christian church phenomenon was it was a very, it was a very uh, interesting, like in today's churches like this church, which is seen as a community church, Baptism is definitely taught, like I certainly preach on baptism and the importance and the fact that Jesus told us to be baptized. But um, uh, in churches like this, there's there's kind of a, a kind of understanding that we all come from different backgrounds, right? And uh, I think that um, that issue of baptism was kind of, uh, within the Christian church, was held... Uh, quite maybe narrowly and and therefore um, I know that you you had some opposition because you weren't baptized in a certain way and that sort of thing. I wasn't baptized very it didn't matter then. Oh you weren't eh? not I even was, as a baby. No I never okay. no you didn't Baptist didn't matter. Well, that's true. It's just yeah. um, Catholics. Catholic. Your family too though. But yeah. Uh, so anyway um, <clears throat> one one thing that stuck out in my mind was I had attended a church camp, Christ church camp up in Canoe Gold. And an annual meeting, I think it was, and I had put a motion on the floor, which was to me didn't accept it. 
Well, a few days later, they discovered I wasn't baptized. And certain people were really furious with me. I really got called out. And they said, well, we've got to turn around and do it all over again. And I couldn't quite believe that, but that, that's what happened. And so I was fighting. Al James and Sharon and myself and Gene, we used to go camping up at Trent Shores of the day. And we had a fight. I said, Al, you know, will you baptize me? <laughs> we won't invite anybody from Central either. <laughs> well, lo and behold, the person that gave me the, the worst time about this had a cottage up there, and he, he knew he was there. <laughs> uh, your sins will find you out, because we're not supposed to be baptized out of spite. <laughs> But you know what's funny, when I, <clears throat> when I eventually moved to up, to up here, yeah. that was the main reason I became an elder, just like that. I mean, it doesn't happen. You move into a new church, you do not become an elder until you prove that you know, who you are and what you are. You sure. Um, as soon as they found out I was baptized, and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Roy Dickinson said, John, you're an elder. I have a lot of influence in this church. <laughs> and then he retired a year later, he said, John, you're chair of the board now. He didn't argue with him. That, that's kind of, it's kind of a funny way it happened. But, yeah. uh, baptism, it's a, it's a significant part of being a Christian, but it's not the end all. You know, and, and Nazarenes aren't really that, all that strong in baptism as the right. Church of Christ the Baptist are. So the, the thing that I wanted to close with was, um, you know, we, we've talked about the fact that you, you, you came from a, a Christian experience that didn't really mean a lot to you. You only owned it when you became a, a young man, and that had a big impact on your life, and you became very involved in churches. And even though you've had um, lots of challenges and, and failures and uh, successes, um, it hasn't turned you off. And one of the things that I've always noted about John and, and that I, I appreciate about John is that he he just loves to worship. Um, and um, what does what does worship what does the worshiping mean to you? Let's put it this way. I'm busy in the summer and lots of times I miss church. And it's such a good feeling to walk in that door. And that, that's a hard to explain the feeling. I think it's it's not just a church building. It, it's it's everybody's here. You know, they're, they're kind of like family, and uh, it's it's just a good feeling. The songs, the sermon, the whole thing. And uh, I probably one of my downfalls is I I'm not comfortable with going out and talking to people about Christ. Uh, once I get to know them, that's different. Cold, cold calling, so to speak. I'm a little more relaxed in doing that now, which means I'm maybe growing up a little bit too, you know, Christianity. But it's been a long while. I was Christian at 12, and I'm getting up there. So uh, <laughs> I'm getting to be the one of the there. I'm getting to be one of the oldest ones here. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, I mean, being a part of this place is, uh, I think Dale uh, put on our website a place to call home, and it feels like that. Um, and uh, we sense that, eh, when we walk in the door, and you feel that when you walk in the door. You do, and being in a leadership role, being a chair is not easy. You're at the whim to a degree of the people that you're the chair of. If they make a decision you don't agree with, and sometimes, you know, you got to go along with it. You know, that's unfortunate, but that's the way it is, whether it's in Christianity or whether it's in the secular world. It's, it's, so it's just like that. But uh, I think this is great. This is a great church. Uh, it's, it's had its up and downs since it's run around since 1835, correct, Gloria? Roughly? 1835. Yeah, around there. And... Uh, are you asking Gloria because she was here? Yeah. <laughs> That's not nice, Gloria. She, she knows the history. <laughs> but it says it's coming down. I mean, at one time, they even had to connect with the, what it was, the Baptist Church next door, a couple of years or so. You know, and uh, uh, so churches have had ups and downs, as this church has, but it's, I, I feel it's grown. And I mean, the people in this church themselves have grown. And uh, every once in a while you see the numbers kind of increase. <laughs> it's just not the numbers, it's the people's faith in God and how they react. And, and uh, that to me is what a church is about. I was to Penny Penny over there too, to um, a group Friday night called uh, Wa Tutu. Yeah. The African kids? The African kids. They were at um, Central Christian. And you want an example of what Christianity's about? Yeah. They were, they were alive. They were just, everything they did was for God and Jesus Christ. I mean, there was no question about it. And you came out of there with a good feeling. No question. So, and this church is, it's not there yet, but it's certainly getting there. Uh, nobody here is jumping up and down yet like the kids were. <laughs> is that what's coming? Jumping up and down? Not like that. I <laughs> All right. Well, John, I just thank you for, for being willing to share. Um, when you're in leadership, sometimes it's hard to maybe to be as transparent. And uh, I really wanted John to sort of come up here so that you get a little sense of inside John. One of the things um, that I really, truly appreciate about you, John, is that your, your sincere faith and, and you really are um, open to what the Lord has for us and what the Lord has for you. And that's the attitude that we have to have if we're going to experience the good things that God has in store for us. We have to be open and not set, stuck in a rut or you know, digging our heels in. Yeah, and I think I'm too old for him to send me to the mission field, so I'm safe in that regard. <laughs> You're pretty safe. What? Be careful what you say, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to close us off the prayer? I'll pray. Sure, let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much, Lord, for this church and all these people. But Lord, we really want to reach out to those around us, because there are a lot of people out there that don't come to this church or any church. And we still got lots of seats. So, Father, we would ask that you would give us the leadership and the thoughts and the insights on how to 
to go about you know, getting people to come through those doors. I know we can't do it on our own, Lord, but I know we're asking you for your help. And, uh, and Father, we just can't, uh, can't wait to see what's going to happen in the next five years. Amen. Amen. Thank you, John. Mm-hmm.